This is a Sharp Old Hat podcast, and my name is Chris. The following is a chat with a young woman from the United States who's just starting out in life. It's an ad hoc conversation in which I'm trying to get a snapshot of what it's like over there for the new generation, and in which I stumble along with my anyways odd way of expressing myself a little more than usual. But she was great in humoring me and answering all my clumsy questions. She was a joy to talk to, and I'm sure that she has the potential to achieve whatever it may be she's going to pursue. This is a conversation with Kate McCarthy. So, um, in New Jersey, you're, you're not going to college in New Jersey, no? No, I went to college in Virginia for my first year, and now I'm transferring to a school in New York. All right. At at, at what age do you finish actually school? Like, that's high school, isn't it? High school, you finish at 18 normally, but, you know, some people are a little bit ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And then from there on, you have a point system then, and you go on to, if you choose to do so, um, to study something. Yeah, university. So you have to have like a certain grade point average to be able to get into the universities and everything. So I was ranked pretty highly in my class. So I had a broader choice of where I wanted to go and everything. So, But wouldn't it be like, is it common for most people? Let's just say like you would be classifying yourself as middle class. Isn't that kind of something... As a general term, or are you upper class, lower class, or how would you kind of classify yourself? Um, New Jersey and New York, like, they're mostly upper class states, so, because if you go into, like, uh, the Midwest and everything, and, like, down south, they have, like, lower um, standards of living and, like, cost of living and everything, so living in New York... And New Jersey, you pretty much are classified as upper class. Okay. Um, but within New Jersey, I wouldn't say we're like probably in the middle of somewhere right down the middle yeah. for this particular area. So. Yes. Okay. Well, then let's just stick with some sort of middle class or upper middle class. Yeah. Which is great. Like I find actually your awareness now at nineteen um, to know and to have it sunk in that there are people in the same country in some other areas who are a lot worse off than yourself. Yes, definitely. I was very fortunate with the standards I was born into and everything. My my mom and my dad worked very hard to Mm. be able to, like, provide everything, so... But it's amazing because I wouldn't have been aware of that at 19. Oh, okay. Whether I was or I wasn't at 19, I simply didn't have a clue because I was only busy with myself, you know. But that's that's a good thing. So, and then, um, but, like, your school system, how, how many years by law do you have to do? So you go preschool, which you started at like four, maybe yeah. five, and then you go up until 18, so about 12 to 13 years of schooling. Okay. And then university isn't required for anyone, but... Yeah, of course. You might um, become a bus driver or yeah, postman or whatever. Like This doesn't happen very often in my area, but you yeah. can drop out of high school when you're 16, and you just yeah. have to take a test to get your GED, which is like the diploma you'd get. As graduating high school. So not a lot of people do that just because you have to study for the test, whereas you can just go to school for two more years. Yeah, of course, yeah. There's the public school, so you don't pay anything. But the GED 
in order to like get the diploma and everything, you have to pay a certain yeah. amount to take the test. And what happens then? You you get like a number of points. You do very well in school, and then then you can pick your college. You were saying, yeah. So it's quite common that you actually do not go to university um in the town where you're from. There's not a lot of colleges in New Jersey, actually. Okay. New Jersey is like one of the states where we have one big state school, hmm. and then there's. Th a few others, and there's Princeton, which is the Ivy League, which yeah. I think the acceptance rate is around like two or three percent of all the applicants. <laughs> so not a lot of people go there. Did you apply? No, <laughs> I didn't. Hey, <laughs> I didn't want to go to an Ivy League. I felt like everyone that I went, if everyone who goes there has like a stick up their butt. And yeah. Very school oriented, and while I want to do well, I also want to have fun. So well, of course, I wanted to be able to go to a little more of a relaxed school. Yeah. But like, and then you went to Virginia, and mm -hmm. you did what? Uh, I did biomedical engineering, so. Okay. Since it was freshman year, it's mostly like general education classes, and they're called weed out classes, so what? it's weed out. Weedo. Weed out. A weed out, uh, so, so the like... weed comes out, and everybody gets stoned, and. <laughs> not exactly. Okay, They're to basically get rid of the people who are not really sticking with it anyway. Yeah, the people who aren't able to fully comprehend some of the most basic yeah. topics that... Weed out, though. <laughs> that sounds fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wish it was an easier Weed class. out! <laughs> so it's like, for engineering, it's like chemistry, math, and then yeah. physics. It actually makes sense that you kind of um, start assessing during college. Yeah. Makes makes perfect sense because when you're like, whatever, say 18, like when people here or in Berlin, where I'm from, um, go to college or university um, at in around that age, like you haven't got a clue what you're doing. And sometimes at, it would have been much more appropriate to have kind of a freshman year to just see how things are going like and yeah. test the lay of the land with the students like the only issue is at least i found this an issue was most of the time you apply to college with a intended major and those are the classes that you have to take but i found after taking the weed out classes and some of the more like general education classes i was thinking about switching my major but it's really difficult to do that once you're in school um why so there are some schools like Virginia Tech, which is where I went my first year. Um, it's an engineering school. So it's yeah. easy to get into, like, or not easy. It's harder to apply into the engineering program when you're coming from high school. But if you get in, you're in. And since now I'm transferring to NYU, um, I kind of want to change my major to um, business and mm -hmm. finance and accounting. Because accounting. you're more interested in that as yes. you found out during your freshman year. Yeah. And Why is it so difficult? So NYU's like one of the top schools in the country for a business major. Hmm. And so they're very selective about who they let in. But their engineering program isn't as selective because it's not what they're known for. It's mm -hmm. all about like reputation and who comes out of the business program and like okay. how they go about in the business world after college so they're very selective about who they let into the business like majors so it's already kind of a pre-network network if you want yeah ah i see there's a rather 
mischievous um, background to that. Yeah. So I'm still in the engineering program, even though business seems more interesting to me. But there's always graduate school, which yeah. you can't go to graduate school for engineering unless you were an engineering major in pre-graduate or undergraduate school. Okay. But you can go to business graduate school with any undergraduate degree uh-huh. you want. So I figure I'll stick out the next three years as an engineering major and then go to business school after. Okay, fair enough. And I mean, it's actually probably not a bad idea to have yeah. a more broader grounding in various fields because you're still very young and there's probably a lot of merit to dip your toes into other fields as well and get a bit of knowledge because that will stand in your stead in years to come when you have a real job. Like. Yeah. Um, but just back to the to the um, first education system, like so, you have primary school, which is like you go there for six years or so. Would that be right? Primary, I you guess know, from elementary the age school? of oh, elementary yeah. school. Yeah. And so then you, you went. Then you go to the secondary school until you're whatever eighteen, like the high school. That's kind of the way it works. So there's it? the elementary school, yeah. which is trying to figure out the ages. I say you were six, six to, to twelve, something. Six like to that. twelve, yeah. and then. From 12 to 14, there's middle school. Oh, there there, there are two secondary schools then? Yeah. All right. And then high school is 14 to 18, yeah. I should have watched, what was it called again? Beverly Hills 902. Oh, 90210. I love that Jesus, that's ancient. Like, that was out when I was a teenager. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was a high school, was it? Yes. All right, but see... Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, still my favorite film of all time. Well. That's high yeah. school, I know that. Okay, so you have that, got me confused. You have two kind of secondary level schools, whereas like in, in Germany and Ireland, we do one primary, like elementary school. Yeah. Uh, you do it between six and 12, say, and then from 12 to give or take 18, you do your secondary school. Yeah. And then you go to university. Do you pay for primary school? And middle school and There's high school. different types of schools. So from when I was, until I was, until I was about 12, I went to a private school. Mm-hmm. So my parents paid for that. But there was also a public school that I could have gone to for, mm-hmm. for free, in quotations, just because sure. you pay for taxes and that pays mm-hmm. for it. Um, but then from sixth grade on until graduation of high school, I went to the public school, so okay. we didn't pay for that. Yeah. But then there's a million different types of schools. That but it's a choice. You yeah, have. you have a choice. Okay. Everyone that's has good. the choice to go to school for oh, that's free. that's good. Okay. Yeah. And then university. I mean, uh, you said earlier, just touched on it, there's public university and there is a private university. And the university you are going to now is a private university. There's no public university. Oh, is there not? There's community colleges, yeah. which are... You can't get your, like, diploma from there, really. Yeah. You can spend two years there. And it's not free. It's just a lot less expensive. Okay. So my friends who are taking summer classes, I don't know exactly how much they pay, yeah. but it's, like, probably half the price of a class at a university that okay. you can get a four-year degree at. Yeah. All right. I didn't know that. I, our earlier conversation, I thought, like, you know, there's the public road then um, where you can, like, obtain a university degree at a public school as well. But that still costs money. Yeah. All right. And, like, the university you're going to now costs you money. 
And I heard that in America, it's a big problem with the student loans that people like your age lumbering themselves go through university or, or college and lumbering themselves with an enormous amount of debt. And then they go to work in their mid-20s and they pay that off over 30 years, maybe? Yeah. So again, where I'm from, it's more of an affluent area. So sure. people's parents mostly pay for colleges. Okay. So I don't have a lot of experience with talking to people who take out loans yeah. and everything there's financial aid or uh, scholarships that uh -huh. the colleges provide for they're like um academically based so if you are really smart and you go to a school that you'd kind of like raise the standards of mm -hmm. going to that school they'll give you an academic scholarship yeah. um I ended up going to schools that were probably right my level so yeah. I didn't really get any scholarships yeah. Um, and then NYU is one of the most expensive, um, yeah. schools in the States because cost of living is really expensive there since it's in Manhattan. Okay. That's a problem we have here in Ireland as well now. At the yeah. Moment. It's the cost of living in general. It has nothing to do with college as such. Like it's, but you have to live somewhere, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And because they need to have the buildings in the city, yeah. they have to pay the rent for the buildings and everything. So, sure. um, yeah. but like a bunch of my friends... They got academic scholarships, yeah. so it takes off however much money yeah. from your tuition. Yeah, but and it would be a common thing to be aware of that, um, that this is really expensive shit you're doing there. Yes, very expensive. Because we didn't have that. My generation, like, uh, education in Berlin was free, generally mm -hmm. speaking free, apart from administrative fees and buying a few books. But um, when I went to university, um, it was free. So there was absolutely no question about um, paying for education, yet you had to pay for your living, of course. You had to live somewhere, yeah. you had to pay for your entertainment and all the rest of it, but um, whoa. Yeah, no, university in the States is very expensive. Yeah. Um, so it is definitely an issue, and I know there's, um, I think there's like a student relief act to like, help pay off some of the student loans, but yeah. then I think there's arguments between some of the people who are a little bit older and they're like, hey, we had to pay all of our student loans. Oh, yeah, well, that's usually the case. Yeah. So, we had to go through all this hardship. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. they help pay some of the loans, but yeah. it's still a large <laughs> amount of money that you have to pay off no matter. Well, for a long, long time. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, um, Unless you go into like, uh, get your like, become a doctor and everything. But even you can then, always win the lottery. Yeah, and even then you go through. I think it's five to seven years of like residency, yeah. where they call it residency because you're basically living in the hospital because you work. Oh, twenty four seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they don't get to pay off their student loans until they're. Oh, Very shit. successful doctors and everything. Yeah. And that's why everything is so expensive, obviously, then. like, yeah. But obviously the wages in America are substantially higher than um, they would be across the board in Europe because people are working long hours as well, obviously. Yeah. Kind of got that. Like, what's what's the, what's the what's your prospect now? Say um, five years from now, you get a good job. Uh, how many holidays would you start with a year? So... I was actually talking to Olivia about this a little earlier today, yeah. and I was like, working a nine-to-five sounds like a nightmare to me. Like, <laughs> I never want to be stuck in an office and everything. And she's like, 
well, that limits your options a lot. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but I want to be able to travel wherever I want to yeah. travel because traveling is like kind of what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like it's where yeah. I want to spend most of my money. So after COVID, there were a lot of unlimited PTOs, like uh, paid time off is oh, PTO. Yeah. Okay. And, um, but Teresa, she actually has PTO, unlimited PTO, but it's even when you're on vacation, you have work emails, you have stuff that you have to do, even though you're not yeah. in the office yeah, anymore, yeah. you're still expected to kind of, or I don't know if you're fully expected to or not, but because you can take as much time as you want off, you're like, oh, I should respond to this email. I should help out a little bit. So they reel you in yeah. nice and slowly. But and so it's like, I was like, I'd rather work three months yeah. nonstop and be able to go on a two-month vacation yeah. Yeah. than to be working a nine-to-five, only yeah. nine-to-five, and only have 14 days of PTO, which is um, fairly common. Or 10 days, I think. It's the minimum... <laughs> Because you only work five days a week and yeah. you get two weeks off. So that sounds like yeah. hell of a mean. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, coming from, from Berlin, like, you know, that we have a lot more holidays than people in Ireland would have, like, um, statutory holidays. Um, but even here, like, you know, that wouldn't wash, like, 10 days. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah. So anyway, so you're in college now and you are... Um, you you intend to see through the first three years um, with the engineering course and then change over to business. Um, well, it would be, I get my degree in engineering. Yeah. I'd probably go work for a few years to yeah. be able to pay for my own graduate school. Okay. Just because I feel bad asking my mom to don't pay even more money for me to <laughs> um, get further yeah. educated. And yeah. a lot of people pay. If yeah. your parents pay for your undergraduate college yeah. degree, everyone pays for their Oh, like a graduate degree, yeah. so. Yeah. But uh, what you have, um, like, you know, um, you finished your first year, mm -hmm. like, and um, would you have a lot of contact with people from other um, social classes, or from other socioeconomic backgrounds, or would they be all kind of in your own socioeconomic league in terms of um, you all, or most of you, unless you get a scholarship, most of you come from somewhat well-to-do or equally well-to-do backgrounds as you all pay the same fees, basically. So Virginia Tech is considered a public university, but that just means that the people who live in Virginia pay, like, basically half the tuition as the people who from out of state pay. Okay. So... One of I had two roommates my freshman year. One of them is a first generation college student, and she was a little less well off than my other roommate and I. Mm -hmm. So I met her and like a bunch of her friends from her hometown because since it's she's from in state, there's only two in state universities in Virginia, so they kind of divide between uh, University of Virginia and Virginia Tech. So I met a bunch of people who um like were only paying half the tuition as I was. Mm -hmm. Or I met a bunch of people from, like, West Virginia, Mississippi, which are, again, the lower-income states and everything. So i say I had, like, a fair share of meeting uh, people from different economic backgrounds. 
So it's really important when you think about it. Yeah. Um, that you, like, I'm from a working class background, but because I played, played a lot of sports, like soccer was my thing, and on the pitch we were all equal, you know, and it was was a really cool thing because you met people of all walks of life and it was all about your ability as a, as a player, like, you know, what team you would be playing for. Mm-hmm. And there was no um, sense of um, the, the background of people, whether it was race, religion or um, your financial status. Like, and the same went for the school. Our schooling system was really, and I'm from a big city, like, so it's, it's not all that difficult to get from one end of the city to the next end. And there are very few private schools in Berlin um, and Germany throughout, like, um, it, it's a very good public school system so um you kind of they just take the catchment area mm-hmm. and everybody from a particular block of streets goes to that school and from the next block of streets they go to the other school yeah. um so basically it was a really good mix like and i think that was a very good thing in my upbringing like you know that um i didn't um uh didn't feel inhibited in uh, kind of approaching the higher classes, you know, class thinking was really not on the agenda at all. Like, yeah, my uh, high school was actually, they go by like town and everything. And so I went to a very good high school. I think it was like number three in the state of New Jersey. And that's mostly because the taxes in that town were a lot higher than other towns. So the taxes pay for the schooling. You have different taxes from town to town? Um, like real estate taxes. So uh-huh. like, I don't know how to, I don't know this that much about it, but I know living in one town is more expensive than living in the other town. Okay. I mean, I get property prices, but that's not what we're talking about. Property we're talking taxes. About property so you pay taxes. taxes on the property you have. And if it's a more yeah. expensive yeah. plot of land, you pay higher taxes. But within the same state, it is different from town to town, yeah? Yeah. That's crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just thought, like, you know, fair enough, from state to state that things vary. Like, you know, uh, for me, like, taxes in Ireland are Irish taxes, and they apply to Dublin as much as they do to Galway and Cork and what have you. Mm-hmm. Like, and the same is in Germany. Like, you know, of course, prices in Berlin are higher than prices in the countryside, like, for property, but the taxation is the exact same. Like, It's the same percentage of tax, yeah. but it's... Since it's a percent, if you pay more for the property, you pay higher taxes because... Oh, so there's, I get you now, so there's an assessment on the value of the property and you pay a percentage, let's just say, we'll just make this up now, but 10% um, and your property is assessed to be worth 300,000 in this one area and um, you pay your 10% um, on this and in a different area, the next town, it would be assessed as 500,000 and you pay a 10% on that. All right. I thought it. You meant um, there is a ten percent tax bracket oh. in town A and a seven and a half percent tax bracket yeah. in town B. All Not right. Like yeah, that. Confused yeah. There. yeah. Sorry. Um, but so, like, since my school was a lot, yeah. the property taxes were higher. Everyone in the area was more affluent than some of the surrounding areas. Yeah, sure. So it's everyone is kind of from the same socioeconomic background. Yeah. yeah. So my high school was definitely less diverse in that sense, but college was a lot different yeah. because you have scholarships and yeah, yeah. in-state tuition, you have a lot of things factoring into it. 
And are those um, universities uh, or colleges and high schools, are they um, secular high schools or are they kind of funded by some religious affiliation? The college? Yeah. College and university is the same thing in the yeah, U.S. So yeah. I think there there are a few that are affigi- well, religiously affiliated. Um, like Olivia went to a Jesuit uh, university okay. and yeah. I just went to a state university. Yeah. Um, but, but again, it's a matter of choice, really. Like Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think Olivia only went to mass a few times while she was there. So yeah, it's yeah. a little less yeah. um, necessary to yeah, like... Yeah. But some of my friends who went to, um, like, Catholic high schools, yeah. they had mass that started every single school day. Yeah, yeah. But again, this is a matter of choice. Like, if you, yes. you, you don't... And, but Catholic schools yeah. are private schools, so you have yeah. to pay to get in. Yeah, 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 of course. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it still confuses me here, like, you know, because most schools in this country are still, the, like, the vast majority, I can't give you a percentage, but I think it's in the region of 90%, um, are still somewhat affiliated to the Catholic Church here. Yeah. That's uh, crazy shit, like, you know, <laughs> and, it, like, in Berlin, we simply don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> simply state schools and that's it like unless there are a couple of private schools but that's really the exception like you know then you can send your kids wherever you can afford to send them to yeah like, it's choice but very few people avail of that choice um all right so um you're doing your three years now how was the first year going so far well the first year i had a very atypical experience in university so i went for the first semester And then there was some family stuff and everything. So I decided to take my second semester virtually from home and stay with my family and everything. Oh, cool. By choice? You can choose that? Cool. Well, it's a little difficult to be able to do that. But after COVID, there are some classes that just stayed virtual. Yeah. So I just unenrolled in all my classes that were still in-person classes and just stayed enrolled in my virtual classes. Okay. And then we got a refund on like my dorm room, mm-hmm. on the meal plan, and I think we got okay. some money off of tuition. Yeah, so yeah. it ended up being cheaper as well. So, yeah. But it, it kind of, um, you have a lot of freedom now in university or in college to um, pick your courses, your the timeline basically you pursue your degree. Oh, you get to choose all of your classes. Yeah. Um, there's like a checklist of classes that you have to take in order yeah. to be able to graduate with so-and-so degree. But it's up to but, yourself when to do them. Yeah, yeah. so... I'm sure that if the universities had it their way, it would take yeah. you 10 years to finish because yeah, I get 10 years of tuition. It's good then. business. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. But it's the same. It was the same when I went to university. Um, you, you you pick the timeline. You know yeah. that you have to complete something, but um, you pick the timeline. Yeah. So since I went uh, virtual my second semester, my yeah. first year, it'll probably take me four and a half, maybe five years to yeah. complete okay. university. Yeah. But kind of just... Letting it go the way it goes. I'm not going to try and disturb the path too much. Take it easy, you're 19, yeah. <laughs> you have plenty of time. Yeah. I know people, uh, actually a very good friend of mine, he finished his last uh, degree in his early 40s. You know, just, and he had a good time doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, obviously you, you support yourself as well by working sort of, uh, you said you work in a cafe or something. Isn't yeah, it? I work in a coffee sort of shop. For your expenses, you uh, Yeah, for clothing, if I want to go into New York City and Things and you everything. need. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. housing currently because yeah. I live with my mom, but. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that house has a fridge. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. No, it's um, it's it's, it's all a bit um, fair enough. I'm a lot older than you. Um, so I can't remember everything I did in college because, um, well, actually, I can't remember an awful lot because I had an awful lot of fun time in college. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's 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 been a while. But I was particularly interested because I'm still trying to get my head around um, the secondary uh, school points system here to get your leaving cert in order to qualify yeah. uh, for university here in Ireland. I still don't know how that works. Like, but. Um, so I was interested in how that's done in America because apparently, like you are the leaders of the Western world, and we should really <laughs> all take um, a leaf of out of your book. Like that's just me joking. Yeah? <laughs> um, no, but I mean it's 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 a big country with an awful lot of people there, and um, obviously that then is, is valid to a lot of people. Yeah. Know, whereas the whatever five million here, like you know, that's not an awful lot of people. Yeah. So. I it's different for a lot of schools, just variations, not completely different. Yeah. But there's, I guess you have to take three years of a foreign language, three years of math, three years of science, three year, four years of English, four years of physical education. But within like, let's say like math, if you take calculus one, your junior year, which is your third year in high school, there's different levels. So there's academic advanced honors and APIB which AP is advanced placement and IB is international baccalaureate program and that's really specific to a few schools my school had the IB program which I was a part of um, which basically makes it easier to get into college abroad if you want to so if you get an A in APIB you get like a 4.0. But if you get an A in advanced, you get a 3.0. Okay. Because it's an easier class to take. Okay. There's yeah. less tests. It's yeah. less demanding, I guess. Yeah. So then it's like an average of all the different classes you've taken. And that's what your GPA would be, which is graded, grade point average. Mm -hmm. So... I think anything above a 3.2 usually is like you're going to get into college. You'll be able to go yeah. to some university. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then it's down to what you're able to afford, basically. Able to afford where you want to be the most. Um, oh, yeah, of course, geography is a big factor. Of that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, and yeah. also some universities have different majors than others. Of course, yeah. So also like. Where, mm -hmm. where has your ma intended major, I mm -hmm. guess. And what made you choose Virginia then as your first? Or was it actually your first port of call or did you just send out 100 applications and I this was the one that turned up? Twenty, twenty 20 applications okay. to different schools. So I'd say I got into about 16 or 17 of them. Most of them then, that's very good. And my top school was actually Northeastern and I only got into their abroad program, which was in... Dublin. All right. Yeah. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to be able to go home for Thanksgiving Fair and enough. weekends, yeah. and I'd miss my dogs too much. Um, okay. But so that was out of the playing cards mm -hmm. for me. And then my dad, after I got all my mm -hmm. applications back and my acceptances back, he did a cost analysis thing. Ah, okay. All of them. 
And he was like, you have these three schools that you can go to. Uh-huh. One was Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, which is up in the middle of nowhere, upstate New York. And when okay. we went to go visit in August or April, it was yeah. snowing. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> not That's this not one. for me. <laughs> um, University of Pittsburgh, which is in uh, Pennsylvania, but out near Ohio. Yeah. So it's very far west in the yeah. thing. And then Virginia Tech. Okay. And Virginia Tech is a beautiful campus, yeah. like absolutely stunning. Yeah. So as soon as we visited, I was like, oh, I'll go here. Yeah. And then... I kind of wanted a school that had, like, in the mid middle of the range of, like, a lot of people to not a lot of people. And Virginia Tech is one of the biggest <laughs> schools in the United States. So I don't know why I didn't consider uh, that. How many my people phone. give or take? 30,000. Like 30,000. Undergraduate, yes. Nice one. Um, so it's one of the biggest uh, schools in <laughs> New Jersey, or uh, in the country. Um so I went there, and you definitely feel that it's a really big school. Yeah. There was one class, and it's all on one campus, like yeah. no towns in the middle of the campus or anything like that. There was one class I had to walk 30 minutes to three times a week at 8 in the morning. Well, I had to be at the building at 8 in the morning, so at 7.30 I'd have to leave. And then it got really cold there because it's in the middle of a valley. Mm-hmm. And it was an eight-and-a-half-hour drive home. So I was like... This isn't working anymore. <laughs> um, so then in February, I was applying to different schools to go to for my second year. Yeah. So I found one that's an hour by train. It gets cold in the winter, but there's not 30,000 students. Yeah. I actually went to um, the Free University in Berlin. Um, I think at the time, back in the late 80s, early 90s, there were over 50,000 students. But uh, there was no campus. Like, it was sprawled out over uh, three or four city districts, like, you know, so about faculties here and there and everywhere, but there yeah. was no main campus, so it didn't actually feel that big. Like, um, But you, you, it was a real individual choice for you to go to Virginia then. It wasn't like a group of friends from high school got together and kind of applied for the same schools because they wanted to stick together. And I actually purposely chose schools that my friends didn't go to. Oh, really? Why? Um, I love my friends from home, like, so yeah. much. But I was like, I want to be able to meet a bunch of different people. And if I okay. had a bunch of people that I was really comfortable with, I was like, I think I'd just stick to them. Yeah. And I wouldn't really find any more people that I'm interested in being friends with. You make all the mature choices at the age of 17 and 18. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What happened to this generation? <laughs> but that's, that's cool. Like, um, what else was I... Was I going to ask? Um, oh yeah, about just going back to the to the students loan uh, student loans and the kind of mixing with with different classes. Like um, within that school, you said you do a foreign language um, in your freshman year. Um, did you do a foreign language before in your school career, like in middle and high school? I did a foreign language from when I was like four years old up until I was sixteen. Shall I guess with my stupid prejudice, Spanish? So <laughs> I actually ended up switching back basically every two years between French and Spanish. Oh, okay. So I was yeah. never able to fully 
get one or the other just because every two years I'd end up switching to the other language. Well, that's actually fantastic because um, this seems to be a relatively new thing in the English-speaking world that people know because with English you get by anywhere in the world um, that uh, people start learning foreign languages now. Yeah. Which is a really it's good a thing. It's a really bad system about how we learn it, at least mm. in the schools that I went to. Like, um, I know, like, in Europe they usually do, like, the immersive um, kind of teaching, but for us, we just did textbooks, so it was like, yeah. you is two in yeah. French, yeah. and then just keep going, and it never really sticks. Yeah. You never learn how to, like, get by in the country, yeah. really. That so. would have been my second part leading up to it. Would you have then gone, because I just presumed that you would have done Spanish. I mean, French is yeah. another obvious one, like, um, but... Um, would you have then gone to, let's just say, Mexico or maybe to the southern parts of the United States to for this summer to actually learn the language and then expose yourself to a completely different culture altogether? I would, would have that been be a normal super thing? in... Well, actually, in high school, I took, all of, yeah. I took French all three years that I had to take a language. And the end of my sophomore year, we were supposed to go on a trip to France. But the end of my sophomore year was 2020, yeah. So it got canceled. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So the I never generation. got to do that, but a lot of people yeah. um, prior to me were able yeah. to um, go to France. But it's, again, something you have to pay for. And it's oh yeah, it's, of course. It's very expensive to like yeah. do it with the class. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'd kind of just rather go to yeah. France like with my friends yeah. instead of like the teachers from my school. Yeah. But so. that is actually the way you learn language. Immerse yourself into... In, into the culture and into the into the country yeah. like, otherwise you never really learn it like unless you come from a bilingual or multilingual background yeah like, where yeah. it's spoken regularly and yeah. like conversationally like yeah. we learn how to like order a drink yeah. at a restaurant but we don't learn how to yeah. say oh where's the bus stop to get me to this town which yeah. is like very important <laughs> if you're in a foreign country <laughs> um so yeah, but that, no, that that's actually very surprising. I didn't know that and didn't expect that you actually did even um, in sort of the uh, earlier schools um, that you actually did a foreign language. That's that's a cool thing. Yeah, I uh, think didn't since that. I went to a private school, it might be different than what the public schools were, but it was very important in the like elementary school I went to. Yeah. That's, that's actually very good, they yeah. did not do a very good job. I think uh, we learned how to say rabbit every year. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's a different question, like, you know. Quality, but yeah. I didn't expect that at all. Like, um, so you said you do um, various courses now um, in your first, in your freshman year now. Um, like, would all of them be by choice? Do you have to kind of complete a number of, um, say, uh, courses from various fields in order to then have done your freshman year? Or is it really like school where this is Monday morning, this and then, then that and then the next thing? So you have to be able... You can choose whatever classes you want, but if you want to take Calculus 2, you have to take Calculus 1 before. Mm -hmm. So there's an order of which you have to take the classes, yeah. but you can take whatever classes you want. So like, but that's a subject-specific one. But didn't you tell me that uh, you do all sorts of other very basic level kind of education yeah, so in your freshman year? My freshman year, since it was engineering, we had to take foundations to engineering, um, chemistry, biology, calculus, yeah. 
English. And then you're supposed to take 30 credits, yeah. your freshman year. Okay. And so each class is worth three credits. So you have to take yeah. 10 classes over the course of the yeah. year. Um, I was a little bit of an overachiever, and I took yeah. 17 my first semester. <laughs> so um, I took um, this class called Religion in the Modern World, yeah. and then I took... A design appreciation class and a Good. spatial visualization yeah. class. So, I kind didn't of, cost you any extra, did it? You pay by um, credits. Okay. But yeah. it's so the more you do, the actually the more it costs. Like it's your first twelve credits are usually included. included yeah. And then the ones above are a little, a little more extra. But okay. I think my parents were like, oh, she's yeah. like excited to learn. Like, but I think so, that's that's fantastic. Like, yeah. Geez, yeah. So. And especially when you're saying like, you know, all those subject engineering subject related courses, like, you know, I get that. But then you you mentioned English, you mentioned chemistry, English biology. English is a required class. Um, yeah, but that's a great thing. Like, because university, the term itself means universal knowledge. It refers yeah. to the, the Greek concept of that's the place where you learn everything. Yeah, so... There are a few classes that every major re requires, which is like basic math, yeah. basic English, which is just reading and writing, and like analysis of whatever you're reading. Yeah, yeah. And then I think those are the only two classes that you require, as long as you took three years of languages in high school. Because mm. some people won't take languages in high school, depending on what their high school requires. Yeah, yeah. So I think you require like a basic understanding yeah. of some other language. Yeah. So I had to take a test before I went to university to yeah. prove that I knew a basic level of it. Yeah. Of course, it was online and everyone cheats yeah. on it. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so they say. It's yeah. very presumptuous now. But uh, um, so anyway, let's continue with prejudices then. Um, are you doing all those American things like you have, like Thanksgiving I heard about? No, nothing about it, but I watched The Simpsons, like, you kill a turkey. Um, do you have Flag Day or something like that? Flag Day? Some, I know there's a very holiday patriotic Flag shit. Day. It's not a big deal. There's yeah, like, so that is a non-entity. Yeah, there's, like, Memorial Day, which is, like, um, but everyone just thinks of it as a long beach weekend. It's, like, the in New Jersey, it's so, the yeah. beach, the first beach weekend of yeah. the summer. Because yeah. it's in, like, mid-May. Yeah. And then there is Labor Day, which is yeah. in August or September. Yeah. I never really know. But, um. but for your generation would be more like, you know, oh, there's a day off and that's about yeah. it. Like it wouldn't be. See, that's my stupid prejudice as well. I was only once in the States when I was 12 to play soccer with a soccer club from Berlin. <laughs> like, um, But you get all those, those images like um, from the movies, obviously. And yeah. um, so it wouldn't be a hugely like your generation is a young generation. You doing your own shit and you're busy enough with that and you don't need to adhere to any overly patriotic yeah. code, like, shall we yeah, say. Yeah, and there's 4th of July, of course, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. a big one. And it's just like a fireworks show and a day yeah, 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 yeah. whatever you're doing. So I'm sure you're doing Paddy's Day. <laughs> Oh, St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Oh, I love St. Patrick's Day. Well, there you Day. go. Everybody loves it. Like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always get free drinks because... I'm very Irish looking yeah. and I show them my ID and it says McCarthy and they're like, yeah, free yeah. drinks. <laughs> so I love it. But 
But that's the it's, way I would have expected it as well. Young people, hey, it's a party. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, cool. So it's just St. Patrick's Day is basically just like everyone gets drunk. But it's the same thing here. Like, you know, and of course, they all wheel out the, 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 the parades and the flags and all this. Like, But it, it's not necessarily patriotic. It's really just we are drunk enough to parade up and down the street yeah. as well. Like, Yeah, that's, that's actually a cool thing. I like that because I grew up without any patriotism with whatsoever mm -hmm. you know i was generation born in 1970 um so the the war was over 25 years so the my parents were just born after the war like and i think germany lost and we kind of grew up with that chip on our shoulder and rightly so like and i just appreciate it now in later life that um like i haven't got a patriotic bone on my body because i completely grew up without and makes me in retrospect a better person i believe like it suited me just fine. Um, I'm happy enough to be a European now, and I can go to Spain and Italy and pay yeah. with the same currency and look, we're all the same. Like, but um, from my perception, like going to other countries, like in Scandinavia, for example, they're really big on their flags, you know. And the way I know that about the states from movies, you know, it's kind of just they're, they're really big into the stars and stripes and all that patriotic stuff. Like, yeah, um, well, it's not uncommon to see like a flag on the front of someone's mm -hmm. house, but like, but it's not the driving force in yeah. your young lives. Oh, definitely yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like my generation is kind of more leaning to the left wing yeah. of like American politics, but. Yeah, yeah. There's always extreme people on either side of <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. the spectrum. Yeah. So, But politics for you, I mean, your country is, um, and sure it had to come, didn't it? But your <laughs> country is kind of going through a rather divisive period, shall we say, um, with the last couple of presidents. Um, like, is that something that young people, and as you said, like, yes, mm -hmm. young people lean to the left somehow, like at least culturally anyway. But is that something that you, among your peers, you, you really strongly feel and discuss an awful lot? Or is it kind of pushed to the background? At least for me, I kind of push it to the background. I feel like there's enough going on where I don't need to focus on. Yeah. Politics is kind of viewed as very negative at the time. It's like... Someone's always going to get fight whoever's saying something about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, there's always the social issues like abortion. Sure. The national abortion like law was just overturned. I've seen that rule versus so Wade. Like, yeah. Everyone's just like, yeah. like I have some friends where are like, yeah, like abortion's killing a baby, and mm -hmm. like other friends who are like, if you're mm -hmm. if you got like sexually assaulted or anything like that, like yeah. why do you have to carry the baby? It's and a big so, debate, but you discussed it among yourselves as young people. Like, it's I not taboo. I personally try to avoid it just because I'm not big into okay, that's you having personally. a big discussion about yeah. it with my friends. But it's definitely, it's talked about between it's a there. lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'd say most of the financial issues and like the that side of politics isn't fully discussed, mm -hmm. but social issues are a very large topic of discussion. Such as? Um, like race politics, mm -hmm. um, like the education, abortion, mm -hmm. women's rights, like mm -hmm. stuff like that. So 
Well, that's cool. And would many of you be politically active in some sort of, maybe even in a party, but in some sort of cultural organization uh, um, and, and, and some um, organization that supports refugees in an organization that um, helps the homeless? Is, is that a big thing for I wouldn't say it's a big guys? thing, but if some someone's a part of like a social cause that I'm interested in mm. i'll be like oh like that's interesting tell me more about mm. it and maybe i'll go to a few of the events okay. like there's there was just the pride parade in uh new york city and like i went to that last year with uh. a few of my friends and like even though i'm not in like the lgbtq uh. community i have friends who are so we well, go and support crack. them and everything <sighs> yeah so yeah. um i feel like that kind of stuff but i haven't met a lot of people who are in specifically like social cause yeah. like initiatives like i was part of relay for life which is part of the american cancer society yeah. so it's raising money and fundraising for cancer research yeah. but that's not necessarily a social issue it's just a worldwide issue of but you are active yeah <laughs> this is great this gives me hope because i really had i mean i i'm 50 what 53 now and um i i really thought that um young people these days are somewhat apathetic but that doesn't seem to be the case the way you describe it like and i say my friends and i are a little more active yeah. than other people um so different horses different courses yeah like, but i i generalize because i'm an old fuck and <laughs> i just look at young people as i told you earlier like the last time i spoke to a 19 year old would have been 20 years ago like yeah. but it's it's um like from where i'm sitting now being or becoming a really grumpy old man it's like it's those young people like they're good for fucking nothing like you know and can't get their finger out because they're on tiktok yeah. um and so that's you're not all that different from us then. Um, and what about social media? I mean, that must be if I would have had those lovely technological gadgets with me at your age, like you wouldn't have been able to get me off them. Yeah, so I was kind of like the beginning of when like phones were being given to kids. Like I didn't get a phone yeah. until I was like until but until I was like twelve or thirteen probably. So I was a little bit older. And so I say I'm not on my phone too much. I have, like, time limits on most of my social media apps where it's, like, 15 minutes a day. What's that all? Yeah. Fuck good on you. So I, like, try and stay off my phone. And it's, like, if I'm at work all day, I can't really be on my phone anyways. So I I enjoy not being on my phone as much. But you're um, awfully organized. This is great. <laughs> like. Kate for president. <laughs> but um like there's like people who I work with who are younger than I am. Yeah. And like there are like car games that like yeah. your parents used to like or my parents used yeah. to like have my sister and I play in the car yeah. to like keep us distracted. Yeah, of course, yeah. Like when you see like the Volkswagen like punch buggy car, you punch yeah. someone, you go, punch buggy, no punch bags. <laughs> and so one passed by the store like yeah. a few weeks ago and I do it to one of the younger employees and yeah. she goes, what are you doing? It's <laughs> like, punch buggy, no punch bags. Like it's a very common thing. And she goes, yeah. no, she was like, I used to like be on my iPad when I was in the car. And I was like, <laughs> my God, I'm only 19 and I feel old. Yeah. So, um, 
But, like, I have said that with, like, a lot of the younger people. Like, I babysit a nanny a lot. Yeah. So, like, they're like, oh, like, only an hour of iPad time a night. Yeah. I'm like, an hour? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm on my phone maybe, like, an hour, 15 hour and a half every day. Yeah. So it's a big shock to me when it's, like. Yeah. It's a fucking minefield. I mean, I see that with the. With my kids now like you know being 13 and 15 um some of their friends are inseparable from their uh, mobile phones it's just yeah. ridiculous like and obviously that has uh, real physiognomical consequences it's not just a psychologically uh, psychological effects like um, it's yeah. measurable um, yeah, how I'm... those devices like negatively influence the development of a child like but um, yeah it's it's a minefield i mean tell a kid not to do something yeah. I want to do it even more like, you know, what's the right measure? I don't know. I've never been um, <laughs> like up until recently the father of a 15 year old. And if I live that long, I might be the father of a 16 year old next year for the first yeah. time. It's, it's tricky. But um, so you give me hope. But Kate for president, I said, do you actually this would be the first time around now that you're getting to vote now, isn't it next year? I got to vote for local politics this current year. Okay. Did I you? Yeah, I just turned 19 in um, March. Okay. So November is like voting. So I got to vote in like local politics, yeah. like the mayor and, and everything like that of my town. Do you exercise your right to vote? I didn't just because I was away at school. Okay. And you have to be in state to be able to vote unless you okay. you have to fill out a bunch of forms. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I don't care that much. Yeah. Like it's a mayor. <laughs> they don't really do anything other sure. than yeah, yeah. organize the Fourth of July parade. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it. Yeah, in twenty twenty four is going to be the first time I'm able to vote for president. Yeah. So. I will be doing a lot more research than you, I have done in the past. Yeah. But you want to engage with the whole process and you want to be part yeah. of this, yeah? I want to be able to have a say, even though my yeah. one vote doesn't make a huge difference. It's it's a difference of something. Yeah, so. but it's good that, you know, you actually think about this and consider it carefully because it is a, it's a privilege to vote. Yeah. Like a lot of people can't vote. Yeah, and it's... You know? I feel like researching it is definitely what I've kind of fallen to because my mom yeah. was very liberal and my dad was very conservative. Yeah. Yeah. So being able to decide between the two, mm. I always heard both sides. I was like, oh, mom, what do you think yeah. about this? Oh, dad, what do you think about this? Yeah. And my dad was much more um, politically inclined. I know, um, yeah. Although I was, most of the time, I did not agree with his stance. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's interesting hearing both sides of it and trying to under yeah. find the middle, unbiased yeah. part of it, even though Wouldn't it it's be very much hard nicer to figure to out. have more than two choices? Yes and no, because more than two choices is more than two things to research. <laughs> 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 but, um, Good point. Yeah, I feel like there's some things that I'd agree on the left side with. Yeah. And then some things I agree on the right yeah. side with. So finding someone in the middle would probably yeah. be perfect. But but it's cool that you actually, I mean, you really surprised me. Like, um, as I said, um, I have a lot of prejudices which are just founded in me watching television. Like, mm -hmm. obviously, I don't watch television that much money, that much 
anymore. Um, I spend my time on YouTube, same thing really. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you are actually in a, in a sense not that much different from us and you seem to be a very engaged young person, which I was surprised that those still exist. Like you know, <laughs> when I look at the 15 year olds these days here in my own neighborhood, like actually in my own house. <laughs> but um, what's this woke thing? Is that a new thing being woke and declaring your pronouns and that sort of stuff. So I'm a little less informed about all of that. Mostly oh, just then you're more informed than I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, just because I have, I have friends who are gay, but I don't have any friends who identify with different pronouns or anything like that. And it's really hard for me to like comprehend it, which my mom actually, she's almost 60 and she's like, yeah. I feel the same way. Like, she's like, I have no idea. So. But she's my generation and I'm there like, what's the pronouns? What, him, her, no, they, them, what the fuck are you on about? Like, yeah. It's just getting so very complicated. And then obviously, depending on language, in, in the German language, like we have, um, uh, you know, we have three genders for nouns, um, male, female and neutral so yeah. um, uh, the table is male and um, the microphone is neutral. Mm -hmm. Neither of them has a dick, like, you know, so how am I supposed to tell which is which? Like, but um, that makes it grammatically very difficult yeah. or yeah. very complicated to be woke and express yourself in that way. And I mean, I'm being old, like, I just don't get it. But apparently there's a big culture war on this going on. Yeah, there definitely is. And but you haven't got a clue either. I understand some of the debates where it's like the Olympic swimming team, there was a trans women, so formerly male went to the when transitioned to women. Yeah. And so she was on the women's Olympic team and within like the first however many days she beat the record for the four hundred. Yeah. And they're like, well, that's not fair. She's like biologically male. She's biologically stronger and more capable of doing this kind mm -hmm. of thing. So it's not fair that we're being judged on the same scale as her. And sure. so there's like a lot yeah. of debates about that where yeah. I don't know what my opinion fully is on it. Um, okay. Because I understand both sides. Yeah. If you want to feel, if you feel as if you're a woman. Oh, absolutely. Identify like, as a bunny it, rabbit if you want. Yeah, like. it doesn't really affect me. So absolutely. I'll respect like whatever you say. But at the same time, if you've worked your whole life to beat this one record yeah, yeah. and then someone who's physically more capable uh, just because yeah. of the way they were born yeah. is able to do it and beat yeah. you. Yeah. So I'd be less interested in the debate itself, actually. I was more interested in people's attitude towards the debate. Oh. Do you know, it's the debate, yeah, sure, there's a lot to be said. Like, yeah. you know, um, you have a big bearded bloke wants to be called Daisy. I call you Daisy any day. It's no bother, like, you know, mm -hmm. but uh, you hardly want to want to, want to enter a boxing match, like, you know, with yeah. a biological woman. Like, you know, that wouldn't be fair. Sure, we can have that debate, but... Um, I would have assumed from where I'm standing, because I can hear between the um, 13, 14, 15 year olds now, like my daughters, like, you know, that they have all those somewhat uninformed uh, woke discussions. You know, they're, they're using words and uh, yeah. they don't really understand. And I'm just listening to it. Fucking marvelous, isn't it? What's this all about? Um, yeah, so I feel like there's a lot of uninformed people who just make arguments and I don't 
either way, like liberal or conservative, yeah. either way, they're uneducated people who just I, agree I, with one side. Yeah. But I feel like a lo- there isn't that much of a debate against it in more educated people on it because they're yeah. like, Whatever they want to be called, they can be called. Oh, why of does course, it, yeah. Like, why does it affect you if Absolutely. they want to be called whatever? So, among my friends, I wouldn't say there's too much of a debate. A lot yeah. of my friends are a little more um, liberal, whatever. so yeah. we don't have debates about it. Yeah. But um, I've definitely seen debates about it on TikTok and yeah. social media where yeah. it's like some people are just argue until yeah. you can't argue anymore and... Arguing about politics is so useless in my mind because you're never going to change someone's actual opinion on it. It is possible. I mean, that's why people actually work in the field of politics to change minds. That is possible, but it takes an awful lot. You never change someone's mind in a pop discussion over a yeah. couple of beers. It's like, and that's where it gets heated and uh, and irrational. That, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I meant. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, if you promise... Anyways, in like yeah, the yeah, largest scheme, you can yeah. probably yeah. convince someone to switch sides. Um, so but. now we have ticked the boxes here, politics and woke and what else did we talk about? Um, but it's actually very similar to like me being young from what I remember. I don't remember an awful lot. So social media, you said you don't do an awful lot about it. Uh, don't, don't do an awful lot of it. Um, do you read the papers or do you follow the news on some medium? Like, do you, do you know what's going on in your um, neighborhood, in your country, in the world? Is that something you do every day? Um, not every day. Not every day. Every day. Um, I feel like on, again, TikTok, I'll follow like some of the verified news stations Okay, so and TikTok hear about that be... just because I don't care as much as watching two hours of news every day. Mm-hmm. But if they can shorten it down to three minutes, the, oh, I get the main bullet points, and yeah. I find something I'm interested in, yeah. then I'll go into my computer and I'll research it a little bit more. That's cool, yeah. But yeah. I will not dedicate hours of my life to trying to educate myself on everything that's happening because there's a million things yeah, yeah. happening every day. Uh, two more things. Religion, is that a big thing? Um, I feel like it's really dying out with people my age. Is, like no one, yeah. like I'll go to church every once in a while, but it's traditionally not a, when the occasion requires it. But yeah, yeah. Or, but um, I'd say religion is something scarcely talked about yeah. between. Yeah. Like younger people, that of course changes in different yeah, parts of, of the country. But from Absolutely. where I'm from, it's yeah. definitely not a big. So you're really aspect. normal people. So like the Simpsons, really. <laughs> it's not different. You're not as yellow. Yeah.